the Catholic Church. 2,000 years and still standing. Who were the apostles? And how did they grow? How did this church start from 12 people and reach a billion and more? This is the Church History Podcast, and this is your host, Donnie Peter. The Doctors and Fathers of the Church Beside the apologists who devoted themselves to the defense of Christianity, its divinity and perfection, and the refutation of paganism, God also raised up in the subsequent ages of the Church men of great learning and deep thought to refute the heresies that from time to time arose to disturb Christian society. Those ecclesiastical writers in the early ages of the Church who were distinguished by a holy life were honored by the title Fathers of the Church, while those who in earlier or later times united in themselves exceptional learning and pure Catholic teaching with holiness of life are known as doctors of the church. The most distinguished among these doctors and fathers of the church were Athanasius and Chrysostom, Basil and Gregory Nazianzen in the east, Jerome, Ambrose and Augustine in the west. Athanasius distinguished himself at the Council of Nicaea 325 by his brilliant refutation of Arianism, while Basil in 360 and Gregory labored for the general defense of the church. Saint Chrysostom, Bishop of Constantinople, 398 AD, called the Golden Mouthed, is considered the most eloquent of all the Christian orators, a worthy rival of Cicero and Demosthenes. Jerome, 420, immortalized himself by his translation of the Bible from the original Hebrew and Greek, giving us what is now known as the Vulgate, a work that will ever remain as a monument of erudition and correctness. Ambrose, in 385, as Bishop of Milan, besides his able reputation of heresy and his general defense of religion, distinguished himself by his heroic rebuke of the Emperor Theodosius for the wanton massacre of the inhabitants of Thessalonica. He is also renowned as being the means in God's hands used for the conversion of St. Augustine. St. Augustine was born in the year 354 and in the early part of his life embraced the errors of the Manichaeans, much to the sorrow of his saintly mother, Monica. In 385, he was converted by the preaching of St. Ambrose and the prayers of his mother and in 396 became Bishop of Hippo, Africa. St. Augustine is preeminently noted for his victorious defense of the Catholic religion against the heresies of his day. Of all the great men known to Christianity, no two have so impressed themselves upon the Church as St. Augustine and St. Thomas Aquinas, the latter born in the Kingdom of Naples, Italy, in 1227. The former dwelt with the entire body of revealed truth, God, the Holy Trinity, man, the powers of body and soul, grace, free will, and our future destiny, the latter with society and government. St. Augustine sought to explain the dogmas of revelation and to refute heresy, while St. Thomas laid down the principles on which society is built and the binding influence of religion upon king and people. Between them, the whole body of Christian dogma has been explained and every form of heresy so far known refuted. Nothing escaped them. The most profound truths, 
equally with the most minute details, are to be found in their works. Besides the above, the Church has ever had men of great learning and ability, distinguished in every branch of knowledge. In more recent times, the names of Albertus Magnus, 1254, Francis de Sales, 1654, Bossuet, 1704, and St. Ligory, 1787, will easily be recalled, together with a host of others distinguished in theology and philosophy, science and literature. No institution has done so much for the development of the human intellect as the Catholic Church. For to her alone has God given the Great Commission, Go Teach All Nations. Coming up next, the second period, from the fall of Rome to the Protestant Reformation.